Good morning. It's Paul Zwiebin from the Zwiebin team of Douglas Solomon coming to you live from New York City. Happy Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. 26 years ago, I was running and owning some of the best restaurants in New York City. It was Marathon Sunday, 1995, and I started to watch the race on the TV in one of our favorite restaurants, which we owned, called Rain, Thai, Vietnamese, and Malaysian food. It was awesome. As I watched, I said to myself, I ran track in high school. Why don't I try running the race? Most people set their goal just to finish the marathon, just cross that finish line, 26.2 miles. Me, I'm different. I set my sights on running my first marathon in three hours, 26 miles at a seven-minute pace, and finished with a quick two-tenths of a mile sprint. I decided to train for a year. I trained four times a week with an elite runner named Justin Hatch. He was a two-hour and 40-minute marathoner, and he was amazing. We did speed work. We did long runs. We paced ourselves behind rabbits. What are rabbits? Rabbits are pacers. And we always pace behind, I'm sorry, a pretty girl who was just a little bit faster than us, and that's how it worked. We needed to be behind a rabbit. We ran short races. I learned how to always keep my arms moving, because when your arms move, your legs move. I learned how to drink during the race, water, not booze. I learned how to not stop breathing, really. I visualized the race. I drove the race course. My diet was perfection. And I knew I had to run with three-hour runners and not run with Justin. Because if I ran with Justin and all the quick runners, I'd get sucked into the race and be doomed. I was ready. It's race day. I put on my favorite Staten Island race shirt. Now, please note, whatever shirt you wear, that's what people cheer for you. So as I'm running, people are cheering, go Staten Island. I don't like Staten Island, so I'll never wear that shirt again. Justin comes up to me and says, start with my group at the beginning of the race. And I say, Justin, no, I'll be doomed. He begged and begged and begged, and I finally agreed. So the race started. I should have been with the three-hour runners, but instead I was with the elite runners. And I immediately was sucked into the race. I remember running through the, through the Brooklyn, through the Jewish Orthodox section, and that one person cheered. They just stared at us. It was so weird, but so surreal. I felt like I was floating on air. I was running six minute and 30 second miles. When I hit the halfway part of the marathon, my time or my split was one hour and 17 minutes. Oh my God. Holy crap. I was going to run a two hour and 40 minute marathon and beat my goal by 20 minutes. And that ladies and gentlemen is when the shit hit the fan. When I hit the 59th street bridge, my legs felt like cement the bridge, the bridge looked like Mount Everest, and I walked over the bridge. That's right, I walked over the bridge. The second half of the marathon was an absolute nightmare. I literally was running parallel to the ground, and for the last 13.1 miles, I was running seven and a half to eight minute miles. I was an absolute disaster, and it was so painful. I ended up crossing the finish line at three hours, 16 minutes, and 56 seconds. I finished in the top 4% of the race, but I ran a really bad race. So what's the moral of the story of marathon training and how does it correlate with selling real estate or doing anything else as an entrepreneur? Well, here are the answers. Set your pace. Don't go out too fast. Our business is a marathon, not a sprint. Learn from professionals, coaches, mentors, colleagues, and competitors. Envision the race, just like envisioning a listing presentation. Drive the course. 
just by driving by the house or apartment building that you're about to sell in. And if you have to alter your plan, just tweak it a little or you'll finish running the race parallel to the ground. That's all I have to say today, guys. Have a great day and go run that race. Bye.